That'd be funny to start the show without him. <laughs> just let him stumble in and wonder what's happening. Are we starting? Is this really well, happening? Are we, got, are we going? <laughs> uh, why not? Why not do that? Why not do that? Are you guys ready? I'm ready. <laughs> Is Amanda ready? <laughs> or is she out and about? No, then she's right here. Is she ghosting me? No, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> I would never ghost you, Nathan. Um, intern, are you back yet? This could mm-hmm. be this could be a moment of greatness right now. What if what? What if we just started? Well, he's not here yet, and he just comes back, and he's all confused. What? Trailer Park! What do we do? Nathan, we watch trailers. Five of them, to be exact. And we gauge, trailer by trailer, whether or not we are worried or, Nathan, excited. I'm worried. I am excited. Holy shit, I'm excited. That's awesome. I'm worried. Some might call us trailer predictor professionals. TPP. TPP. You guys are buying into what they're selling, like a pedophile selling candy from a van, and you are already got your seatbelt on. Here comes pissy pants. I I gotta go worried. Sorry, everybody. Nathan? Yes? Andrew? Yes. Daniel? Can we get on with this fucking show? (laughs) (laughs) Coming guns hot tonight, Daniel. The guns hot. I am excited for tonight's possibly best ever lineup. Yeah, well, that's the word around the cooler. Greatest lineup ever, once again, except this time, I caught a peek of that lineup. And you know what? My head was blown. (laughs) How are you even talking right now? (laughs) Tell me about it. And I would love to start the show right now. I would love to start the show, but we, ladies and gentlemen, are currently waiting for Andy, the asshole, to to get here. Um, Amanda's- I've been here for a long, long time. Oh. oh, a long time. There he is, rooting in the, the dark, backstabbing son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Amanda, welcome to the podcast tonight, episode one hundred and four. How are you doing? I'm great, Nathan. Thank you very much for having me again to save this show. <laughs> Does she save the show, intern? I apologize. Yeah. What, what Amanda is the only good thing about this show. What do you <laughs> What do you mean when you say? I the backstabbing. What, what are you talking about? Oh, you know, just uh, starting the show without me being. Oh well, here. we got to get going. We got to move along with sure. the show tonight. We don't we have time. Never, ever do that, intern. That's never happened. <laughs> that's the first time that's are you happened. Trying to say time perfectly for your arrival. That's yeah, true. <laughs> you. Yeah. Are you trying to say you know how, how efficient you like to be? That, that, we, <laughs> that we sat here dubiously talking about you and tried to start the show without you? Is that what you're trying to imply? I hope that the intro to this show uh, explains just that. <laughs> yeah, Nathan, you gotta make sure you cut it properly, Nathan. I love true facts. I love facts. <laughs> I, lo- I love true facts. You guys love facts. Back me. I love facts. I only want true facts. I love fuckers. Hello, facts. You two fuck faces need to give me some fucking facts now. <laughs> Intern, give me some fucks. Fact blast me. Fuck me. We're <laughs> gonna fact you all over your face. <laughs> blast with facts. Okay, well, I've got a bunch of stuff here on the desk. Sad sack provided us with a whole slew of bullshit to talk about. Um, oh, oh, we got problems. Uh,. Massive crayfish that didn't exist 25 years ago are capable of cloning themselves. Well, that's not good. What? Wait, wait, wait. wait. Cloning themselves, you mean like just budding another version of themselves off of their own bodies? This is an interesting headline. 
Okay, it says massive crayfish that didn't exist 25 years ago are capable of cloning themselves. I don't know how they're cloning themselves, Daniel. Is so it, you didn't read the article. <clears throat> yeah, well, is I it amazing read. in the same way that like lobsters are technically eternal? All right. Uh, the mar- Here we go. The marbled crayfish <laughs> has a mutation that allows it to clone itself, reports Carl Zimmer at the New York, oh, the New York Times. This could be fake news. Fake Zimmer- news. <laughs> <laughs> Zimmer... <laughs> He profiled scientists studying the all-female species, known for its massive size, which simply did not exist 25 years ago. The crayfish became popular with aquarium owners because of their size and ability to lay copious amounts of eggs. That's disgusting. As yeah, why mar- the adjective? Yeah. Copious mar- <laughs> eggs. Yeah, I don't know that this is going to tell us uh, what we want to know. Why are they laying eggs if there are no males? And why, why lay eggs if you can clone yourself? That too. Also, yeah. how do they taste? I mean, are they good for a boil? Or is it just giving itself a bunch of babies of itself? Like it's birthing dozens of versions of itself. Second question, <laughs> would you like to taste your own caviar? Um, you know what? We're going to ask the um, <clears throat> the intern to dive deeper into this and get back to us. Yeah, full report. On the crayfish that clones itself. Okay, buddy. Thanks a bunch. Uh, episode 200, I will have a full report. Okay, all right. What else do we got here? Uh, hey, uh, Amanda, would you like a Dwayne Johnson update? I know what you're going to tell me. What am I going to tell you? Are you going to tell me about this movie where he's going to play the King of Hawaii? If you smell what the rock is cooking. That's right, Amanda. We're going to talk about the King of Hawaii movie. Uh, Apparently, this is something that's been he's been jonesing about for a very long time. Are you? I didn't know this was such a big deal to him. Uh, I, I didn't either. You know, I follow him on Insta, so I was aware of it as soon as it was a thing. Um, but he's very into Hawaii. Like, he really loves his homeland. So it doesn't surprise me that this is like a passion thing that he's been chasing for a long time. Yeah, those are his peeps. King Kamahamahia. A legendary king who was the first to unite the warring Hawaiian islands. And Robert Zemeckis is going to be directing this movie. So there's a reason for me to get excited. Robert Zemeckis, cast away, Back to the Future. And uh, you, Amanda, for The Rock, for Mr. Johnson. Well, and somebody good wrote it as well, right? The writer that's signed on, I think, is somebody worth noting. I don't know. Can't remember. Um, let's see here. Currently, oh, Jungle Cruise and Jungle Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle 2. What is the difference there? What's going on with that? Um, I can see why it would be confusing, but Jungle Cruise is like a totally different movie with Emily Blunt. Okay. Yeah. They get put in inside of other people's bodies magically and have to go out in the jungle. Okay. It's totally different. That's great. <laughs> Uh, Randall Wallace did uh, We Were Soldiers, Braveheart, Man in the Iron yes, Mask. Yes, uh, the the best war movie ever made, Pearl Harbor. Hmm. Um, You're talking about the guy I that, that I don't wrote? Know. The guy that wrote it. I thought he wrote Braveheart. Yeah, he did the screenplay. Oh. Now, will the movie be entirely in native Hawaiian? I hope so. That is a movie I will watch subtitles for. 
Uh, I just really hope they start talking about humu humu nuku nuku apua. Okay, what else do I got here? Because I want to, I want to hear that. Twelve letters for a language does not make a very complex what? language. Not make what are you talking content. about? That's that's the um, you know the correct way to say triggerfish. <laughs> right. Yeah. What is this here? Wah, wah. Uh, okay. Who knows what the order of yoni is? Anybody? Mm, I don't know. Is this uh, this is what uh, John Wick Three is going to be about? It's like a Scientology spinoff. <laughs> These are all very interesting answers, but no. Amanda, do you have a guess for what the order order of Yoni might be? Mm, no. Like a diner call out. Okay. Ding, one order of Yoni. It's uh, it's beer made from the vaginal lactic acid of hot models. Yeah. Wait, I thought I heard vaginal in there. You certainly did. It is beer made from vaginal lacted, lactic acid of hot women. How so do they harvest this? The yeast? Mm, um, let's see here. Slowly. In, with the butter knife. In, in, in Poland, the Order of Yoni Brewery launched a line of beer made from the vaginal lactic acid of hot underwear models on July 28th. Uh, Yoni, fittingly, means female genitals in Sanskrit. Okay. All right. Uh, imagine the woman of your dreams, your object of desire, her charm, her sensuality, her passion teases the brewery's website. Now you can try how she tastes, feel her smell, hear her voice. Oh my God, you can Im- imbibe her sexual essence. <laughs> Too much. Have no. some pussy beer. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I encourage all of you to go to uh, orderyoni.com. Uh, it's a fascinating website. It's uh, selling the beer with very uh, seductive photos of... Uh, Can we get it in Canada? Yeah, it's it's a, a, a side dish of placenta pate. That's how I want to get paid for every episode now, is for a case of Yoni. Actually, mm. I can share my screen with you. Oh, do, 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 do. Ah, there you go. should be like a, a keg tap, like right on her pussy. It looks very... <laughs> the, the, the beer, I mean... Very thick. Very dark. Yeah, yeah. real thick. Mm, yeah, right there. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. It looks like a even Guinness. darker Guinness. Yeah. Mm, look at that yeah. vaginal froth. The <laughs> 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 stout lager. It's a bottle. Like lactate bubbles. Right, what else do we got here? Okay. Oh. You uh, do things at your desk. Oh, guys, guess what? Guess what? Guess what? What? There's a movie coming out with Jake Gyllenhaal in it called Velvet Buzzsaw, made by the guy that made Nightcrawler, and it's a horror movie. So it's going to be a fulcrum. (laughs) (laughs) A horror movie, though? Yeah. Or is it like just Gyllenhaal in a hallucinatory landscape for 240 minutes? Jesus Christ. I'm going to need him to lower his nose a bit. I feel like he's just gone way off in the deep end with all of this indie... Yeah, why don't you come down here with a crack up and a pussy beer? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> what's, this? what's this oh louis ck performs first stand-up set since harassment allegations i willed that into existence yeah she really did literally huh? i was talking i gotta tell this story this is amazing i was talking to bay and i was like i feel like just out of the blue out of, out of the clear blue sky i was like i feel like louis ck i feel like it's been long enough or whatever you know i really hope that he has a chance to come back and then an hour later, maybe I find out about this story. That mm-hmm. he- <laughs> like he's back. He's ready. He heard the call of my bay. Yeah. Well, uh, Sad Sacks actually provided us a clip of an interview between the owner of the comedy cellar and um, 
Somebody's trying to give him a hard time. You guys care to listen to this clip? Mm, sad sacks getting inside of us. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's see what it is here. Listen, I don't get anything. Louie and I are not friends. There's no personal loyalty here. He and I have never had more than a two-minute conversation. There's no benefit to me in my business here. None. This is a miserable day for me. The only thing that troubles me here is I know myself that if I do this simply because the public is watching and I, and I don't and I can't defend it on principle, I am not going to be able to, to live with myself. The issues that I'm talking about extend not just to him, but the things I deal with all the time. I know other comedians who have been uh, accused of worse things, credibly in my mind. This is much more complicated than meets the eye if you want to be a consistent person. If you want to blink your eyes and say, I want everybody to disappear, like in the last act of uh, Infinity Wars, anybody who's done Louis C.K. grade moral lapses or worse, people will be disappearing right and left. Yeah, I know. I do, I'm, just trying, I'm trying not to get too off topic. We're actually running out of time. You said yeah. you talked to Louis C.K. What about talking to the five women, most of them comedians, who made these allegations and seeing what they I would love say? To talk. You would. Well, will I, I you? Would. Why don't you reach out to them? I have in the past, and I, and I will again. I'm a totally huge believer in conversation and keeping an open mind. And I will listen to reason and arguments because all I want when I go to sleep is to know that I did the right thing. That's well, all I care about. Well, we will uh, track what happens in the story in the, the coming weeks and months, and I appreciate you. Want me to, you, do you want me to get in touch with you when I try to contact the women? Sure. Yeah, I'd be happy to. All right. Mr. Foreman, I appreciate you taking time to talk. Thank to you. I'm glad he called her out. Yeah. Thank you. Goodbye. Follow up with you? Do you want me to follow up with you? Huh? Do you want me to do it? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it. I'm going to talk to them. Fucking bitch. Yeah. I'm going to call you like you're my parole officer. <laughs> like you're going to follow up on this story over the coming months. You're already bored of it. Yeah. Yeah, the whole time in the interview, she's she's like, uh, so are you going to invite him back to your club, even though you know people are upset about it? Like, rawr! What about interviewing the women? It's like, yeah, well, yeah. Can't you tell this guy's being rational? Can't you hear him being rational? <laughs> he's not saying like, fuck yeah, Louis C.K.'s back in the house. Fuck those bitches. Yeah, no. no. He's like, this is a complicated matter. I fought on my own conscience about how I should handle this thing, and now I'm explaining it to you. Please take mercy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can't have a different standard for him just because he's in the public's eye as all these other comedians who apparently are all scumbags too. What am I supposed to do? They're the funny people. Right. (laughs) They're dark inside. Okay. That's what makes them good. Jesus Christ. Oh, one last thing here. We have, uh, (laughs) have to check in with Ben. Uh, (laughs) He's, he's back in rehab. Apparently, uh, marriage broke down and he started screwing some girl from Saturday Night Live and then started she's gone apparently there's another one now that he's he's doing stuff with and getting carried away with the alcohol and in steps his soon to be ex-wife to save his ass probably doing it for the good of the of the children taking him to uh, address his his addiction concerns way to go Ben doing a bang up job out there you think he caught wind that for a while, we used his sad face and other close-ups of his sad face to communicate with each other. <laughs> like, for every conversation for yeah. a little while there? For like six some, months? Some dialogue taking place only in Sad Ben meme? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That did happen. However, uh, you know, all joking aside, Jen, Ben, you're kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> Not a, but you got a picture. Might shining on the Affleck family. How does how does that hit, how does that hit your psyche? All the sad Ben stuff out there. Like eventually, you're just like, yeah, 
I am fucking sad. I am a loser. I just, I mean, I'm like, how pathetic is it that like you're <laughs> ultra wealthy, you have everything you could possibly want, and you can't even manage to be a functional alcoholic? Because if you, <laughs> nobody would be putting him in rehab, right? Right. Like, no, he's a sloppy mess. Yeah. He can't <laughs> keep that together. Right. We all have powerful addictions that we hide or cope with. Catch up. <laughs> Catch. Get with it. Whew. Okay. We have kind of a new thing here. Um, it's called Spotlight on the Future. Going to put some spotlight on some movies that are coming out that are in post-production. Isn't this literally what we already do? What do you five, mean? Five times. Amanda. Looking way in the future. This is basically how the world works. Okay? You do the same shit over and over again, and you repackage it, and you call it different things. And tonight, we're going to spotlight on the future for post-production movies. Amanda, the future is now. (laughs) I have an IMDb Pro Plus membership, and uh, you probably don't know that that on there it has a whole bunch of stuff that's in post-production that you can look at. Post-production, what does it mean? It means the fucker's already made. Okay, it's already in the can. It's ready to rock and roll. That's why they're real. These things are real. In the past, we've talked about things that are kind of pre-production, maybe going to happen. These things are already fucking made. That's the difference. Yeah, and nothing ever gets lost post-production. Or shelved. Oh, so New Mutants gets lost, and here we go. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Things are getting a little heated here, folks. I apologize. It's uh, time to put spotlight on something here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Is that a spotlight sound effect? (laughs) What's what's the case, boss? (laughs) Uh, Extremely wicked, shockingly evil, and vile. Anybody know what this is? The intern's life story. Mm. I was drinking some coffee. Saturday night. Uh, Yeah, thanks, intern. This is uh, Zac Efron. He's going to be Ted Bundy. Oh, exciting. It's also got Haley Joel Osment and Jim Parsons in it. As? Yeah, as who? Victims? Uh, Jerry. Haley Joe Osment's name is Jerry in the movie. Jim Parsons' name is Larry Simpson. I don't know if that means I anything. Ted Bundy killed pretty women. Uh, oh, they're probably his friends taking photos. John yeah, Malkovich. Best junkets. John Malkovich. off on dead bodies. Well, John Malkovich is in it. Oh, lovely. Sounds like a real sausage fest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just, I don't understand this, why this exists. I don't understand exists. why they didn't give this role to a woman. <laughs> Chronicle, yeah, right. A, cro- <laughs> a female Ted Bundy. <laughs> Call him Dutch. Chronicle of the Crimes of Ted Bundy from the perspective of his longtime girlfriend. Also, the lead is Elizabeth Klopfer, uh, played by Lily Collins, who refused to believe the truth about him for years. So it's through her vantage point. Mm. Mm. So they did lot, find a way to make it about a woman. There's a lot of white guys in this cast. Okay, just saying. With, with large, yeah, uncomfortable look at heads. Serial killers. Yeah. Okay, what's next here? The Beach Bum, <laughs> uh, made by the guy who made Kids and Gummo. Oh, great! Uh, Bully. Don't don't forget Spring Breakers was also his. <clears throat> <laughs> right, of course. Yeah. yeah, can't forget that. This is uh, a rebellious stoner named Moon Dog lives life by his own rules. Stars Matthew McConaughey as Moon Dog. Snoop Dogg's in it. Martin Lawrence makes a return. Zac Efron also in this. Zach Efron doing all over the place. You know, I have no issue with Zach Efron. I really don't. I think he's cute and great, and he seems like a nice enough young man. 
but like he's he's bad for movies. Yeah. <laughs> what? Why? He doesn't nothing he touches is good. And I wish that weren't true, but it is. Yeah, he's a bit of a cooler. He <laughs> should stick with like movies like neighbors. Yeah. He's a fucking cooler. Goddamn right he is. Okay. Sounds weird. Those movies are like intense and uncomfortable to watch because they expose some like super realistic in your face aspect of human culture that's just dark or filthy. And they tend to use actors that aren't well known or even just people that aren't actors at all to carry that vibe. So what's going on with this movie? Yeah, I'm not too sure. Um, It doesn't really say anything other than rebellious stoner named Moondog. I just thought it was funny that uh, this is happening with that kids director. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I was trying to trying to pull out, or uh, sorry, uh, Sad Sack was trying to pull out some just some odd movies that are in post production, already made, going to come out, going to be weird, going to be interesting. Trying to put the spotlight on things. But everyone here is a fucking fuddy duddy. So, <laughs> okay, um, yeah. So I think we're just going to head on into the uh, to uh, to what is being now being called the. Uh, trailer viewing um, room, but we have to be transported there. Uh, are you guys uh, ready to be transported into the trailer viewing room? I don't know. I feel like I need to go to the bathroom. Hold on. My phone is really way too close to my crotch. Okay. Okay. Is everybody ready to go in yeah. to the trailer viewing room? Here we go. <clears throat> oh. Turn was that you? <laughs> oh, yes. Wow, that was really intense yes. for just going like 15 feet down the hall. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Tonight's headliner 104. Got a little, uh, little Tom Hardy, little Venom. Venom. Here we go. Thank you for bringing us collectively to this moment. It is a moment that so many have dreamed of claiming. History starts today. The guy you work for is an evil person. I don't work for him. My firm works for him. Are you going to behave yourself tomorrow? I told you I'm going to do my job. I'm a reporter. I follow people that do not want to be followed. What about the allegations that you recruit the most vulnerable for tests that end up killing people? Your time to go. You're finished, Mr. Brock. Is that a threat? You had to learn how to hide in plain sight. I'm pretty good at it. But you, you suck. Whoever you are. I work at the Life Foundation, and I need your help. We found something. We call them symbiotes. Carlton Drake believes that the union between human and symbiote is the key to our evolution. 
I'm feeling really sick. I'm hearing a voice. Eddie. You're not real. You were just in my head. I'm gonna need Mr. Drake's property back. I don't know. Why would we do that? If you're gonna stay, you will only hurt bad people. The way I see it, we can do whatever we want. Do we have a deal? Are you willing to sacrifice the one thing you hold most dear? You should be extremely afraid. Nathan, worried or excited? There's uh, a lot of a lot of conflict going on inside of me. I feel like uh, like I'm being taken over. Why would you by do something this? else? What? Why would you do this? <laughs> would I do what? Try to act like I'm venom? Yeah. Um, listen, Andy. Uh, when the host is talking and trying to portray something, put on a display, entertain people. Uh, it was a quote from the trailer, Nathan. Ghost can do whatever he wants. Okay. <laughs> okay, so you're saying that I, I fucked that up. Okay. All right. Um, well, uh, yeah, there's a lot of conflict going on inside of me, for real. Uh, I'm not buying Hardy. And in the public. And, and sorry? And in the public. And in the public about this movie? Mm-hmm. I don't know. The YouTube comments are all like, so excited. Oh, yeah. Watch trailer two. Um, CGI is questionable. Concerned about the black goop. Um, not buying Hardy as a reporter. He looks like he belongs. Definitely not. Yeah. yeah. He looks like he belongs more in like an apocalyptic wasteland, you know, in like a car chase. Right. It's like, who let this homeless person in here with pretending to ask questions? Yeah. He's that- also uh, weird to me in that I don't know how old he is. Like, sometimes I'm like, oh, you're a 48 year old man. And then, and then the next time I'm seeing him, I'm like, are you 36? Are you 36? Like, I don't know what you are. He's like a bad boy that has this like ridiculous impact on the majority of women it seems but it always seems like he's trying too hard to me like they asked him why he did this and he said he took the role to please his son i wanted to do something my son could watch so i did something where i bite people's heads off (laughs) yeah raise those kids right yeah apparently hardy provides the voice of venom as well but i think it's all digitized and weirded up the only thing i'm excited about in this movie to be honest with you is the possibility of an anti-hero movie like getting dark and if this thing doesn't have an R rating, then I'm out. It's not rated right now. But if it gets an R rating, I'll maybe pay more attention. But if it doesn't get an R rating, then fuck this. I'm worried. Okay. Yeah, I'll come in right behind you. I'm also worried, and it mostly has to do with Tom Hardy. I don't think he's good for this role or this character or whatever his character is before it becomes swallowed by Black Goop, the reporter, which we already covered. Um, music <laughs> is cool. Special effects, not entirely sure... Although I imagine that it could lead to some cool action scenes, being able to just like tentacle out all over the place. But looks like they put yeah. more effort into the venom, uh, like at the end of the trailer when 
Venom's like full on and his face is moving and talking and that tongue like that looks pretty good but all the other stuff looks kind of I don't know yeah I can't uh something feels weird about this one I don't know where it fits I don't know where the tone fits it's right. uh, very bizarre I'm worried mm-hmm. Amanda yeah I um I don't know anything about Venom uh the you know the, the character the whatever um oh, and so he was I- created by Todd McFarlane Okay. Venom was created by Todd McFarland. I thought Spawn was created by Todd McFarland. Yeah, that's also true. Okay. Okay, comic book guy. Hey, Amanda, maybe you should get out of the way and let comic <laughs> book guy tell us how we should nope. feel about this movie. Don't do it, Amanda. So, um, when I see this trailer, because I have no attachment to Venom, I see a less intri- like I already I saw Upgrade earlier this year, and it was it was better. So this kind of has the same vibe in terms of like, oh, something comes inside of him and now he's got like two people living. No, I'll take upgrade any day of the week and twice on Sunday. Worried. That was a comment on the YouTube comments. Somebody mentioned upgrade. (laughs) It's awesome. Intern? Mm -hmm. Um, You know what my favorite thing is, is when you go to ask questions of somebody and then you blindside them with like ridiculous questions. And then they say, you're done. And your response is, is that a threat? Like you've turned a nonchalant comment into a life-threatening situation. Um, Just seems a little over the top. Like this whole movie reminds me of uh, Battleship or Pearl Harbor. It looks like it was written by a 16-year-old. Any other horrible, (laughs) big budget written by a 16-year-old. I like that. Um, I don't expect this to be good. And Venom and the counterpart, Carnage, uh, shouldn't have been made for for film because it's not something that is going to be entertaining. I am so worried. Well, on the on the positive side, it's it takes place outside of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, so you don't have to worry about it ruining that. Yeah, that's weird that they do that. So now this thing's just by itself. Is there, are they yeah. dooming it on purpose? This is Sony. This isn't. Marvel or Disney. This is them trying to create a yeah. anti-hero universe. I kind of I thought he belonged in like the Spider-Man pool of people. He does. And he doubted Venom slip out into And guess who's going to play Carnage? Mm. Oh god. Woody Harrelson. Well, they're hiding yeah, that's him. Fine. Yeah, is marijuana keeping him young? Shouldn't he be like in his 60s by now? <laughs> he stopped, he stopped the marijuana. Yeah, he, he was in Cheers. He was That's how cheers. old Woody Harrelson is. Where is yeah. where what is going on here? I don't know. He's a beautiful man. He's a wonderful man. <laughs> okay. okay. We're all worried. And also, yeah. real talk, when does Upgrade come out on DVD? Because we're going to buy it. <laughs> okay. Well, we'll figure that out another time. Uh, maybe during the roundtable. We'll release. Okay. So. We'll release that information during the roundtable. Andy, tell us. Get on it. Tell us what's going on with that. We'll, we'll follow up with you later. But uh, it <laughs> looks like Venom gets the official uh, everybody's worried. What in the fuck is this? Okay. I didn't like the volume on that, so I'm going to do it again. What in the fuck is this? There we go. Better. Better. Okay. Um, so what's in the teeter position here? Hey, hey, uh, Jay. Hey, Jay. Whoa. <laughs> uh, I want my money. What's going on? You motherfuckers will be playing basketball in Pelican Bay when I get finished with you. Jay. Training day two? You better walk away. Go and walk away, because I'm going to burn this motherfucker down. Yay! <laughs> Training day equalizer crossover. No, it's uh, been a while. I'm just going through my... Jay! I need my money! My, <laughs> my Jake lineup. That's right. Jake Gyllenhaal stars in the Sisters Brothers. 
Trailer number two. Sisters and brothers. <laughs> the sisters brothers. The sisters brothers. Here we go. Hey! This is the sisters brothers! You don't stand a chance! Truly? Huh? We've had a good long run. We need to get out. We can open the store together. A store? This is nonsense. You walk in the front door and finish the job. All right. You're not going to like what comes next. Open your safe. No, never. Sisters Brothers. S-I-S-T-E-R-S. Like sisters. We're looking for a man named Warren. He stole something from our employer. We have enough money to stop for good. Stop what? Killing people. <laughs> yeah, right. Sometimes I feel I've got to run away. Do you realize that our father was struck raving mad and we got his foul blood? Our father drank, Charlie. Gentlemen, I have found him. I will try to hold him until your arrival. Make haste. What does this worm have that's so interesting? What's the great challenge that all prospectors face? How do I get the gold just beneath my feet? I told you I'm a chemist. Worm has a formula. You pour it in the river, it lights up all the gold. Have you ever tested it? You think it's them? Yes. We're going to have to fight. Is your gun loaded? Eventually, you're gonna get us killed. You're forgetting something. We are the sisters, brothers. We're good at what we do. Charlie, get away! Get away! Get away! Are you upset? I'm leaving. What's wrong with you? You hit me in public, Charlie. So I slap you. You slap me back, Raven. So go ahead. Hit me. Hit me. Jesus Christ! What is your goddamn problem? Amanda, more or excited. I am surprisingly excited. Um, I'm really digging the music. When I I didn't look at this trailer ahead of time, but I saw I knew what the movie was, and I looked at the poster, and I was like, "Oh, it's going to be a drag." Um, but it's not. It seems fun and. I freaking love John C. Riley. Glad to see him in here. And Jake Gyllenhaal. And Jake, okay. But to me, this is a Joaquin Riley movie. And Jake Gyllenhaal. They kind of toss him in there at the end. Yeah, he's around writing things down, being boring, while everybody else is having a good time. Uh, I can get into it. Looking forward to it. Excited. Intern? Um, my current uh, likable actor is in this, uh, this film. Just putting out quality work after quality work. And um, it's definitely not Jake Gyllenhaal. 
But Walking Phoenix is uh, doing something special right now. And that is everything that he's in is phenomenal. So I'm really excited. This book also I read in one sitting, which is pretty rare um, for me when I read books. It usually takes a few weeks. Mm. And uh, one sitting, one sitting. Yep. Uh, I've been excited about this since before it came out. Also, that is a pile of dog shit. Riz Ahmed was uh, in Venom too. So is this the new Riz Ahmed show? Is he just shut up? Has he come out now? He's just the new guy. Anyway, uh, I'm really excited. <laughs> I'm really excited. John C. Riley's great. Also, uh, fuck Jake. Uh, let's all be excited about this. Uh, Daniel, what are your thoughts? <laughs> i um yeah i think i kind of mirror amanda a little bit first opened up i was like okay i'm already out takes you gotta rework real hard to pull me into a western uh but then it's comedy seems that way at first anyways then it gets kind of dark and bizarre towards the end of the trailer uh hard to tell who's good guys and bad guys they could all be bad guys um interesting dynamic jake not being the star of the show and that instead going to joaquin and riley and to weirdly agree with intern on something yeah joaquin has always been a kind of weird actor that grabs your attention he's got an intensity to him no matter what he's doing so i honestly man on paper i would have been like no thanks but i guess i'm excited <sighs> okay nathan uh, yeah yeah <laughs> a friend is a gift you give yourself god damn it right. <laughs> um Okay. Uh, from the comments on YouTube, we have from Devious99, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal is on fire. Uh, from Brave Boy, everything which includes Jake Gyllenhaal is a pure masterpiece. Including life? Uh, from Duccio Melosi, I'm a simple man. I see Jake Gyllenhaal and I click. Uh, from Aegon Targaryen, nice to have an almost... All white male cast. Oh, oops. Oops. From Catastrophe Cause. Uh, give Jake Gyllenhaal an Oscar already. Thank you. For this? Oh, That's not going to happen. From Kevin McCollum. Anything with Jake is worth a view. I agree with you, Kevin. Uh, from Gary Busey, with too many E's. Jake Gyllenhaal should have played Roland Deshawn in the Dark Tower series, but people are stupid. I agree with you, Gary. Uh, from Bravo yeah. Golf. Yeah, baby, Jake is back with a bang. I agree with you. I am excited. Jake, nice to see you again. Sisters, brothers. Yeah, Joaquin is great. John C. Riley is great. Riz Ahmed is great. Oh, guys, they were just, they couldn't stop talking about Jake Gyllenhaal in the YouTube comments. What about the ladies? <laughs> what, did they, the ladies they, have they anything to say? Dudes. They were because saying, there's no, no women in this? They were saying, uh, I wish Jake and Joaquin were the sisters, brothers. That's what they said. And they also mentioned, uh, Second collaboration for Gyllenhaal and Ahmed after Nightcrawler. They, uh, about 10 of those. A uh, whole bunch of people ribbing on, on Riley, but also saying, like, surprised to see him in this. And here, here is where the world, you know, benefits from information. Because people are like, oh, wow, nice to see Riley in this role. Oh, I'm so glad they chose John C. Riley. Actually, no. John C. Riley optioned the fucking film rights for the novel in 2011. Okay? He was a part of so why this movie was made, and he was in it from the beginning. Because he chose to be in it. Because he's a mover and a shaker and he's a man with a plan. Okay? And that's then, right. And then mm -hmm. who did he choose after that? Huh? Yeah. That's right. I'm excited. Joaquin Phoenix. Yep. He's like, I need a, a counterpart who's um, 
the best actor right now. You guys, and you guys don't Jake care. Jake Hall was like a third or fourth call in. You don't care about my feelings at all. They're like, can we get Zac Efron? All right, throw Jillian Hall in there. <laughs> Basically the same. Since this He's show was the only thing I had going for me in my life, I have decided to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Amanda, that interrupted you. I apologize. Please, uh, please continue. No, no, it's okay. I was just making fun of you some more. So. <laughs> no, please, please kick a man when he's down. I'm going to put that on your headstone. I'm so excited. I'm so fucking excited. I love all these fucking actors. I've, ugh, Westerns. Mm, 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 boner. Okay. <laughs> Clip that, please. <laughs> <laughs> boner. <laughs> all right. Fulcrum. Uh, this one's called Hellfest, Daniel. Hellfest. Mm-hmm. Here we go. VIP passes to help us. What is that? It's a traveling horror night. Has horror mazes in it. <laughs> you will totally lose it in there. Yeah. It's gonna be fun, right? <laughs> Why are we signing a waiver? Well, because the liability is. Hey, bitch. A couple years ago, some girl got totally gutted. The killer left her body in the park for three days. They thought she was a freaking prop. Some people are just evil. They walk amongst us. You think you're scaring me? No. Move. Look, the more scared you seem, the more they're gonna come after you. You have to just play it cool. Help me! Please help me! (laughs) You can just do it. insane right Ooh. yeah real <laughs> the same guy's been following us the entire night you take your job too seriously this really isn't funny dude scared right i can't arrest people for doing their job welcome to hellfest hello hey can you let me out of here all right daniel would you say that you're worried or excited about Hellfest. Here's what this movie's going to be. 
going to be about 25 minutes of really forced, awful dialogue between a bunch of young people pretending to be real natural and nuanced and quirky. They're going to build the backstory and the lore or whatever happened at this park the year previous, and they're going to start to introduce this masked character that's supposed to be super scary. And none of it's going to be scary. All of it's going to be lame. Uh, there's going to be a handful of good kill ideas in here that will be executed poorly. And they'll re- be remembered only because it's like, oh, I always thought about it. What if you tied a, someone's neck on a roller coaster track? Something like that will happen. You won't, you won't see it. Uh, the gore will be a letdown and uh, everything else will be mainstream, boring garbage. Worried. <laughs> uh, Amanda, I'd like uh, to hear your thoughts on Hellfest. You know, my, my bay is the resident horror expert. And I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's right about this movie. It does not look very good. But here's what I will say. I am pleased to see that they're doing something. They're at least trying to do something different on the slasher genre. Okay. Like it is kind of a fun idea. And as a person who fully hates haunted houses, because I'm the person that does get followed because I do get too jumpy. (laughs) This really plays into something for me. I'm like, this is, this would literally happen to me i would be the one to get murdered Hmm. because of who i am as a person would you say that this is your open water i don't think i would go that far waiting pool (laughs) (laughs) um maybe i i I, it doesn't look good it's not going to be very good but i i think it's it's at least trying to be fun it's at least trying to be different um but still i'm gonna fall on the worried side okay uh i'm gonna step in here um just because I want to talk about a narrative that's going on with this movie, and that is the Hellfest versus Bloodfest argument. Are you guys aware of the movie Bloodfest? No. Rooster Rooster Teeth made a movie called Bloodfest that just came out, I think, today. And it is the same premise as Hellfest, except it is silly and campy and over-the-top rooster teeth. Right. Picture this and then, like, put laser team on. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, Anyway, and on the YouTube comments there's all these people like oh rip off oh, bloodfest rip off and i just i want to talk to them okay before i say i'm worried or excited about hellfest i want to say guys hey hey rooster teeth fanboys first of all that's what horror does they they do the same thing over and over again and try to you know improve on it make the kills cooler blah blah that's a part of the horror genre so celebrate the genre the fact that there's two of them coming out a month away from each other doesn't mean you have to jerk off all over the one that's, you know, full-on comedy and shit on the one that's, you know, not. And also, I would like to point out for all of you fanboys that are saying, the copy Rooster Teeth should get fucking money from me. This was first, okay? This has been in development since 2011. Rooster Teeth chewed out Bloodfest in 2017. So go fuck yourselves. You're all a bunch of losers, and I hate your guts. And I'm worried about Hellfest. (laughs) (laughs) Guys and Amanda, I just, I really want you to let this soak in that the director has previously done the short film Saving Ryan's Privates. This is him as an editor. Um, Paranormal Activity 2. Mm. Paranormal Activity 3. Paranormal Activity 4. Paranormal Activity The Marked Ones. Then... He edited Get Out. And then he topped that up with Happy Death Day. And then Game Night. And now he's the director of Hellfest. To be fair, that's a really good run on the editing side. Yeah. 
Um, Sounds like he should be uh, considered for a director of Mad Max uh, sequel. Sounds like he should be editing. Sounds like he's an editor. (laughs) Like he's an editor of horror films and one porn. Um, And uh, I don't know why you guys are so worried. You should be terrified. This okay. looks uh, pretty okay. bad. Although I will say that that face, I feel like the more I watch this trailer, the more that that face is unsettling because it's just like oh. off kilter, just kind of like Ryan Gosling. The guy, the mask, a the guy's too wearing? much. The, the <laughs> yeah. mask. Okay. Me too much of the Michael Myers mask a little bit. It's like, except it's a Ryan Gosling mask. It's like a, what it is. It's like a Loki mask from the mask before you know. Oh. When you know when he puts it on, it yeah. turns into goopy green. But before he puts it on, it looks kind of wooden, kind of yeah. yeah. wooden look yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this looks horrible. Yeah. Okay, Criterion. Let's move on. You're welcome. Uh, no one. Thank you. Okay. Uh, trailer number four tonight for all you little monsters out there is uh, is Coop Coop directing Gaga in uh, A Star Is Born. Eh? Yeah. I'm just gonna play the music here. Was it Coop? Uh, it's called... A, it's, <laughs> no, Bradley Cooper's directing it. Coop, I'm calling him. It's, hmm. a, it's, it's called A Star is Born. A Star is Born. Correct. Here we go. <laughs> you didn't click it at all. You weren't even close. <laughs> all right. A Star is Born. Here we go. Maybe it's time to let the old ways down Maybe it's time to let the old ways down It takes a lot to change, man Hell, it takes a lot to try You know, man, in the old days I always knew, like, you were gonna do something That you'd be all right it's the first time I'm worried about you. Can I ask you a personal question? Okay. Tell me something, girl. Do you write songs or anything? I don't sing my own songs. Why? I just don't feel comfortable. Why wouldn't you feel comfortable? Almost every single person has told me they liked the way I sounded, but that they didn't like the way I look. I think you're beautiful. What? I just want to take another look at you. In all the good times I find myself longing for change. Here's what we're going to do. You come sing that song that I love. No, I can't do that. Here, come on, here we go. <laughs> look at me. All you got to do is trust me. That's all you got to do.
Intern, we're excited. Oh, I like Lady Gaga. And I'm excited to hear become a star. How can you not be? Uh, Bradley Cooper is an interesting fellow in that I feel like I I enjoy him as a human being, but he's been in some pretty bad movie roles that I've disagreed with a lot and been like really low on the scale, like a zero a couple times recently. Um, but I, I am excited that uh, he's not doing what's supposed to be historical drama jeez. Oh, uh, you just you just get shit shoved up your ass and you just can't get rid of it it just stays I know. There forever it just it's stuck in there and i think and I, american sniper I, came out in 2014 let it go i think God. it's this, this is a tpp rich here the american sniper um <laughs> fuck off <laughs> near the beginning of season one uh I think uh, Gaga is going to pull him out of my uh, my hatred sphere. That's uh, I'm super excited. I'm Amanda? super excited. Yep, yep. We need Amanda here. Uh, I can't even handle how excited I am about this. <laughs> there was some emotions. I, yeah, I've can seen I... this trailer like half a dozen times, and I I tear up every time. <laughs> can I say something? Hmm. Uh, the the YouTube comments are fantastic on this movie they are great there's all this like oh my god i lost my mind at 147 (laughs) (laughs) i I was in tears by 150 like there's tons of that stuff they're just like oh freaking out carry on yeah um i'm glad that lady gaga is being okay number one the fame turns 10 this year so congratulations to lady gaga for being our lives for the last decade um (laughs) I'm glad that people are really starting to take her seriously because I do actually genuinely think she's a triple threat. One of the few living, well, at least famous triple threats that we actually have. Um, I do think that she can act. I hope that she displays that or, you know, um, is able to uh, pull that out in this movie. Um, She can obviously fucking sing. And I love Bradley Cooper and I think he looks super hot in this movie and brooding. And I think they have good chemistry and I will definitely be in the theaters probably opening weekend with my bestie to see this. So excited. Hmm. I have a lot of Dave Chappelle's in this movie. Yeah, that too. I have a lot to say about this movie. First of all, I've been reading uh, some things and I am, I mean, I've, I've heard Lady Gaga songs and I have liked what I've heard. I just haven't really, you know, looked her up and listened to her discography or anything. Just kind of like as as uh, pop culture throws her music around, I'm, you know, oh, oh, that's uh, that's Lady Gaga. Uh, uh, that's pretty good. Um, outside of that, uh, I, I started reading that she was integral in this movie. Like she helped out Cooper immensely because she was, you know, doing live concerts and they used her live concerts to film scenes for this movie so that the crowd would be real so that the experience would be cooler and you know she forced bradley cooper to not lip sync she said she hated movies where people were lip syncing in them and forced all the music and singing to be live so uh like bradley cooper had to take some uh some more vocal lessons to be able to uh perform on the right level so this is gonna have real singing real crowds it's gonna be uh, really good, and I don't know. Yeah, the trailer's done really well. 
And I am getting emotional at 147. So, yeah. <laughs> the only thing that worries me is that it's Cooper's directorial debut and that it's two hours and 15 minutes long. Now, is it two hours and 15 minutes long because it deserves to be two hours and 15 minutes long? Or is it two hours and 15 minutes long because it's Cooper's directorial debut and he can't edit it Cut. down it's too precious. the way he should? Uh, that's one question. The other question is that it's the fourth remake of A Star is Born. So is it a fourth remake because they can't get it right? Or is it a fourth remake because it's just a really great story and they want to keep remaking it? And that's... I, think it that. I can't speak to it for sure, but I, I people speak fondly about the Streisand version. Mm-hmm. I thought she won an Academy Award for that or something. I think it's more just a popular story to be honest. Which means the only thing I'm really worried about is the is the length and Cooper's directorial debut, but I agree with everything Amanda said and uh, I think the intern wants to have a man crush on Cooper. And I'd just, like to. He's making needs, it difficult. Needs an excuse, right? Yeah. Okay. I'm also excited. Uh, Daniel, are you going to be in the theater with her and her bestie? I'm probably not going to be in the theater with her and her bestie, but I will give this trailer credit where credit is due. This is a very well done trailer. I was, I, again, in the first 10 seconds, I was like just about to lean back, like, oh, I'm going <laughs> to sit, sit this one out. Got to watch fucking Coop walk around for two hours going, yeah, saying colloquialisms from the South. <laughs> um, but no, it takes a weird little turn where it, it dips off from his country career and he starts to become more of like a scout and a producer and gets in touch with Lady Gaga, who's very interesting looking, not done up in any makeup or any crazy shit almost unrecognizable uh honestly when Chappelle showed up in the trailer i was like what because <laughs> he's more of a comedy actor if that even when he was big in his prime and his peak he wasn't doing many movies he was more just like doing shows and a lot of comedy and doing well, his own things so you seen know him in a dramatic role you know what that says whenever well, you have a guy like cooper in his directorial debut and people like that show up it means that Chappelle and cooper are friends right and it's just, it's odd just to see Chappelle in a role like that. And I have no doubt that he can pull it off. So there's a lot of curious, and was that, was Sam Elliott in there? Did he pop in the trailer for a second? He fucking should be. If, you, if you're right, that's great. Sam Elliott's perfect. Yeah. I think I saw him pop in there too. So really it's the cast of this that has me kind of mesmerized more than anything else. So I'm probably not going to go see it in the theater and I'll probably just end up watching choice segments from this movie, but I think it deserves an excited. Or when Amanda buys it on Blu-ray and watches it over and over again, you'll just end up watching it by happenstance. <laughs> Will this be her new Almost Famous? We're going to buy this soundtrack <laughs> final. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, let's see if we can do something to celebrate the full round of Exciteds. Let's see what kind of clip we can come up with here. Uh. I'm having a herpes outbreak oh. <laughs> right now, but you never know it. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> trailer number five is a uh, little ditty from Sundance. Uh, this is interesting, guys. I'm uh, going to reveal a little bit about the movie beforehand, just so that we uh, dress it up a little. It's a modern retelling of the Salem witch trials, but being inflamed with like social media and chaos. So. But- but through the eyes of one of the witch's husbands. I'm just giving you some preface, okay? They're trying to do something uh, artistic here, okay? We know how you feel about that. We don't want you to lean back in your chair. This is called Assassination Nation.
Assassination Nation. <laughs> Here we go. My name is Lily Colson, and I'm 18 years old. These are my three best friends, M, Bex, and Sarah. And this is the 100% true story of how my town, Salem, lost its motherfucking mind. But let's start at the beginning. Actually, not here, because what I did that afternoon was really gross. Whoa, the principal's shit got hacked. Dude's fucking butt. I don't have, like, any sympathy for people that get their shit hacked. For real? There's two types of people in this world. People that have come to terms with privacy is just dead. Then there's the old people that are still trying to fight it. What do you have to hide anyway, Lil? A million nudes, super gross porn history, and like life-altering shit talk about everyone in this school. <laughs> I think it was some like socially conscious vigilante hacker guy. Probably jacks off to Fight Club in his mom's basement like every night. <laughs> Looks like half of Salem just got hacked. I hate the fucking internet. When 17,000 people's texts and emails get leaked, shit gets really fucking weird. We got some Salem bitches on the ride! Slay a high, motherfucker. Who sees a naked photo of a girl and their first thought is, yo, I gotta kill this bitch. Where the fuck you think you're going, Lily? Way more people than you'd think. Fuck you. This is your world. You built this. Don't take your hate out on me. I just got here. You may kill me, but you can't kill us all. You sure you even know how to hold that thing, little girl? <laughs> Nathan, where are you excited? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that uh, people are kind of into this with me, because I think this looks, I mean, it's, it's going to be crazy, possibly, and it might take it too far, but the trailer does a really great job, in my opinion, of making things look uh, <laughs> like they're going to get like creatively, artistically fucking nuts, like civil war in the streets crazy. And if they build it right, this could have a great continuity to it. It could just like, you know, bring together all the social media nonsense that's going on and just blow it out and make it fucking crazy with like a weird shout out to the Salem witch trials in some sort of weird literary way. Uh, yeah, excited. I want to see where this goes. I'm, I want to watch what happens and how it how it does what it does. Mana? Oh, same. I agree with Nathan. I, I don't know what the... My only concern, I think, is that I sincerely doubt that I will care anything about our narrator. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know that I'm really necessarily going to connect with any of the characters, I suppose. But I mean, I could be surprised. Um, but I do. I like that it's from a, just the way that it's filmed and told. Like, I do think it looks very creative and different and sort of has like this zany um, tension that could be really cool. Um, so... I'm I'm excited about it. I'm interested. Intern? Um, 
two things. First off, I've never seen someone make the little heart symbol with the upside down fingers before. Cool. Cool image, I thought. Her slow-mo there was kind of... Yeah, that was interesting. Framed well. Uh, Second thing, uh, the violence and gore seems very on point. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, The shovel to the head was uh, exquisite. Um, Yeah, I feel like I want to just watch this uh, just for that shovel to the head scene. Um, I hope I hope there's more moments like that. Uh, excited. <laughs> yeah, this thing's kind of like uh, the Purge meets Mean Girls. Yeah, a lot of YouTube comments that are like that, comparing it with the Purge with other things. Yeah, it's got a, but it's this. There's definitely something interesting here. I thought at first because there's been a handful of these that have come out, or a string of these that have come out lately, like uh, sort of social media allegories with lead female characters that are just too cool for school, murdering people for you know likes and and re- retweets and that kind of shit. You know what I'm talking about? There's been like a handful of these that have come out. We've even covered a few of them on, on TPP. So I thought that this was going to be another one of those, but it's not. There's definitely something much more interesting going on here. Uh, almost like they embody or physically portray um, the weird emotionalism people go through on the internet. So on the internet, a rational person is like, fuck you, I'm going to fucking tear your head off. And they just like make that real. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. So there's, there's a lot of... Uh, a lot of great opportunities for gore and violence here. And it looks like they kept a lot of it hidden from this trailer, but I get the sense that it's definitely there. So yeah, I think with, like Nathan said, if they build this right, if they build it properly and they don't just jump the gun and sort of rob the, the merit of it, this could be a whole lot of fun. I'm excited. Cool. Hey, hey, Jay! Hey, Jay! So there's never a time when you're not at least a little bit aroused by Gyllenhaal. I think I'm ready to put uh, Jake Gyllenhaal's penis in my mouth. (laughs) Ditto. (laughs) I like Jake Gyllenhaal as an actor. Maybe Jake Gyllenhaal win an Oscar. Hey, hey, Jay! Put your dick in my mouth, Jake. (laughs) God, so aggressive. I wish I knew how to quit you. So true. What if if he's not into that, Nathan? So true. Jake, welcome back to the podcast, Jake. And welcome back to the Cool Billion, to the roundtable where we discuss things we've watched. I'm going to be disappointing to you guys this this episode because I don't think I've actually watched anything except reruns of Breaking Bad. And that's about it. I've been watching Below Deck. I've been watching Big Brother. I've been a ping pong for network television. A real TV hound. Yeah, yeah. Sticking with the TV. Homeland's been watching some TV lately too. Mm-hmm. You up to you up to date on uh, Below Deck there? No, we're still behind an episode or two. Okay. Uh, but we are farther along than we were. But there's more there's more episodes in this season. Yeah, it seems it's been a longer season. I feel than usual. It's like more dramatic bullshit happening. I guess. Yes. Mm. I feel like the drama. Could, it's anxiety, could, Sandy. Could, could turn. <laughs> I feel like the drama could turn up a bit. Oh, it's a lot of stupid shit. Yeah, I can't yeah. believe she fucking has an anxiety attack and has to when sleep it off I for the day. Fall in love. I move away from them. I have abandonment. Like, oh, shut the 
fuck up. Oh, the melodrama is so awful. Poor Brooke. She's keeping the boat together, and she's with that fucking mess of a of a alpha male. Joao wants to go back to his his loving home country where he watches pregnant women get murdered in front of him. (laughs) I've been shot. Okay, I've been shot. This is nothing. This is nothing to me. I've been shot. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Just want to go back home to Zimbabwe where all you got to worry about is an instantaneous machete attack. (laughs) Uh, Did you guys ever hear the the opening to episode 102? I don't think so. Well, let me share it with you. Hey, you fucking (laughs) bastards. <laughs> oh, it's that's fantastic. Oh, good. That wasn't bad. Hey, <clears throat> <laughs> uh, it's great stuff. Uh, anything else, Amanda? Have you watched any movies? Anything of of note that you would like to share with the billion? Um. Well, I suppose. I mean, we watched a couple of movies together. Um. We watched. You were never really here, starring Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, but mm-hmm. took a big dump on it. I didn't care for it. I really, I really didn't. That's not to say that Joaquin didn't deliver a great performance because he did. It's all very intense and brooding and 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 stuff. I just didn't really like the movie. Um, I thought it was one. I just I kept getting. I didn't know really what was happening. I mean, obviously the basic premise of the movie is quite simple, but um, the small, brief. And infrequent dialogue portions were difficult to follow. <laughs> but isn't uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer similar in terms of its like weird, scattered, slow, vague? Yeah, I sort of had the same problem with both those movies, which is that, oh, I really like the style that's being pulled off here. Now give me some substance. Hmm. What, what did you think of the muted violence? I kind of appreciated that they made it violent, but muted it. I wanted to see more of the violence. Yeah. Or just more instances of muted violence. Yeah, okay. That's fair. I really liked the whole thing. Yeah, I like the whole thing too. But I, I understand that there's criticism to be made. I, that, I like the uh, like noirish sort of style it had going for it. That did pull me in for a, for a good portion of the earlier part of the movie. In turn, so yeah, there's, there's, there's definitely stuff there. I just really didn't like it in the end. What did... Uh, what did they, a lady, direct before this? Was it, we need to talk about Kevin? We need to talk about Kevin. Yeah. yeah. We need to talk about Kevin's very stylistic, artistic, and uncomfortable. That fucking scene with the jackhammer is completely and totally unnecessary for it to go on as long as it did. I get what she was trying to do, but she's like maybe a little too artsy, you know? Yeah, she kind of like, do, she kind of jerks off a little bit too much. Yeah. Yeah, and this one's, I think... I thought that was Ezra Miller that jerked off a little too much. Okay. And we need to talk about Kevin. Okay. The point here, in turn, <laughs> is that she's improving. But I don't think it's time to call it a masterpiece or anything, okay? Like, it's obviously rubbing people the wrong way. She's not hitting a big demographic, okay? There's something wrong with it. Oh, uh, not a lot. But I urge her to continue. Yeah, I urge her to continue as well. We're not yeah. all Criterion fanboys that love anything artistic and lap it up like a... My my folks stood up for eight minutes and applauded at the end of whatever festival that was. Right. Well, those are all pretentious douchebags. That theater is full of pretentious douchebags at film festivals. Yeah, yeah it just, is. just beg that mob onto you, just like you're right in the middle, just boo! Or they're so, <laughs> how about this? They're so tired of watching garbage that when they see something that's actually quality, they're like, oh, oh, thank God! Oh, <laughs> oh great! Oh, uh, yep. Yeah. You know that to be so true. We, we did that, and then 
literally, I think the next day, maybe we watched what was for us another dud. <laughs> we watched The Endless, which was on TPP. Mm, I've seen it. In its entirety? No. Okay. <laughs> this is false. <laughs> Part of it. How about half of it? Yeah, it's another sort of one where it's like, oh, here, oh, an interesting swoosh here and an interesting swoosh there, and then it's over, and nothing really happened. Yeah, like, like, wow, you guys made this movie with very little resources, and we can tell, and it's not worth continuing to see what you else, what else you did, because you right. failed to do that in the first forty minutes at all. Like at all, there was, there was and no they hook. failed continuously. There was no hook. They started pulling on the moon with a rope, and I was expecting something cool, special effects wise, to happen, and I was like, okay. And do you remember how it ended? Yes, I remember. I stayed awake. <laughs> it like it was like. <laughs> It was like some weird, like, spiritual monster. Yeah, so there's, like, a monstery thing, but then they're in these, like, they're, like, these zones, basically, where if you are within these areas at a certain time, it's, like, basically when a third moon appears in the sky, if you are in these specific areas, you can, you basically have two options. You can either, oh, spoiler alert to our cool billion, I think we have one real fan, but... Um, you can either kill yourself or this monster will violently and horribly kill you. And when that happens, you are forever after stuck here on this physical space. Yes. Imagine like a giant spiritual monster with a bunch of like sucker pods, like an octopus. And inside of each of those sucker pods is like a loop of time that you get trapped in. And so these people are like trapped in time forever, torturously, and they have learned they they become aware of the loop after a while and they make sure that to kill themselves before they get killed by the monster because the monster is violent <laughs> so there's always people that are killing themselves it's like very strange movie kind of goes off the rails a little bit but then it doesn't really tie it up with anything they don't, it, they don't tie it up and they don't really explain like how you know you're in the loop um and or how you break free of it because how? a couple of the characters seem to just like walk in between while everyone else is panicked that they're trapped so it's like what's the rules here yeah the rules weren't clearly defined and then also the 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 two brothers are two main characters we get to the end and they're like racing to get out basically you know time is ticking before they're about to be killed and trapped and the younger brother is just like, I just, you know, thank you so much. You finally like, you know, gave me an opinion. I just wanted you to respect me. It's like you needed me to respect you so much that you were willing to basically sacrifice our lives and keep us trapped in eternity for that reason alone. You were that petty. Just you to prove a point. Of shit yeah. to prove a point. Um, so, so imagine how much the movie you saw and didn't touch any of that. That's what's wrong with this movie. Wow. Yeah, it sounds like they're trying to go further than, yeah, they, they seem just like over eager. Like, hey, guys, you have these great ideas and you can obviously get movies made because this isn't the first one you did. You also did that spring movie that was on TPP. Pull back behind the camera, stop acting in your own movie, get other people to look at your script and rewrite it and fine tune it and actually, you know, stop dicking around with this yeah. shit. Same thing. There's a kernel of something in there if they can manage to pluck it out. Otherwise, I fear we may just see the same thing again from these people next time. Yeah. Was that was spring like that too? Just like got ahead of itself and just kept trying to run on the treadmill. Yeah, I actually disliked spring a lot. I thought it was okay. I was annoyed by it. Did your people stand up and applaud that one too? <laughs> no. No. What are these people? Are these just like <laughs> cardboard cutouts? 
<laughs> that, that are folded and you have them tied to strings and you just pull on the strings they straighten no my my people uh, have like more than more than 50 criterion movies on their on their shelf, shelf. So they're just like a bunch of nerds that live in safe, safe boxes. Yeah. 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 Cri- criterion collectors, um, their credentials are judged by uh, how many uh, of the of the collection they have on their shelves. That's how they introduce each other. They're like uh, 233 out of 544. Yeah, but there's 952 right now. Yeah. I no, think no, uh, no. Care, when, care I managed, when I managed a video store in Austin, uh, the neighboring store, uh, the manager there who I, I was manager friends with, uh, he used his position at that store to collect every possible criterion yeah. and then had me on patrol holding, for him. Per, holding them from the shelves. And he would come by and look at them and be like, have it, have it, ooh, have it, have it, oh. <laughs> I wish. Uh, interesting term yeah, there. Yeah. We had like um, 600 or something. Manager friends. Did you know that the intern and I began as manager friends? I think everybody knows that y'all were manager friends. We're all manager friends. We make a song about it. <laughs> no, now we just manager detest each other. Together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Andy? You watch anything? Uh, yeah, I watched Boogie Nights again the other night. Uh, it's fabulous. It's uh, something special that everyone should watch. It's a good Annually. one. Memorable scenes. Yeah. Amanda, have you seen Boogie Nights? No. Let me write that down too. The tracking shots are phenomenal. So we're going to put up a burden list on the website uh, for Amanda now because that seems to be where this is going. <laughs> yeah, but what do I get for it? I'm not I'm not watching burden movies for nothing. You you win. It's like catching life. with the zeitgeist because you are far behind. Well, you can participate in this experience amanda what would you like for watching a movie what would you like would you like to be able to burden us with a movie for every movie you watch no or you get your own like segment where you're just flippant about all these classic milestone movies you're like yeah i saw terminator 2 it's whatever (laughs) yeah i do i I want my own segment i want amanda's amanda's uh something amanda reviews the classics contemporary classics bottom the bottom of the basket with amanda (laughs) (laughs) the barrel of the bucket the barrel Barrel of the bucket Amanda. Bottom of the bin. <laughs> the fuck it bucket with Amanda. <laughs> okay, what do we got here? So when Harry met Sally and now Boogie Nights. Okay. Yeah, I got T2 and Predator. Yeah. <clears throat> Those are number one and two. Don't you worry. Don't you worry, cousin. I wouldn't put <laughs> Harry and Sally at the top. Jesus Christ. Okay. Oh, I also want to mention I watched a movie that had been sort of on my, you know, queue or whatever streaming library for a long time finally bit the bullet uh bro party massacre three it's uh it's a it's a parody like homage horror movie um about 80 slashers except it's sort of done in the vein of instead of it being a group of girls that all get slowly picked off it's a group of bros and they apply all the like female horror tropes to those bros and so it's actually way better than I expected. I thought it might be like a couple of good jokes and then a bunch of boring, low-budget nonsense. But no, they've captured like the gritty look of 80 slashers perfectly. All the characters and actors in the movie all have perfectly distinct, stereotypical, like trope personalities, horror trope personalities. And then with all the like female tropes laid over top of them, the jokes are actually pretty good throughout the entire film. And like I always think about this one scene where 
a guy like hears a noise in the basement. He's like going down. He's definitely the most like muscular and cut of all the guys. And his like tank top, the bottom of it, like catches on a nail as he goes in the room. And he just like spins slowly as it unravels his shirt and exposes his midriff. And he's just like, oh, oh. (laughs) Until his belly and abs are exposed. And like like all all the camera work plays into the humor, which is great. It's got Hot Fuzz did that. And I appreciate that kind of effort. So, Bro Party Massacre 3, better, way better than you think it would be. You have the title wrong. Oh, what's it called? Dude Bro Party Massacre. Dude Bro Party Massacre. There you go. Dude Bro. Uh, the poster is uh, some guy's head exploding and just blood everywhere. Yeah. yeah some, there's some good violence in it, and it's uh, it's all super cheeseball. It's a very, it's a, it's a, most love pieces to 80s slasher uh, die in their own indulgence. And I feel like this one managed to capture the gimmick and the whole thing just right. Is that Dude Bro Party Massacre 3? Yeah. Yeah. There's no There's two no or one, one but yeah. but in the yeah. movie they like reference back to them. So <laughs> I kind of set up the like the plot of this movie is built off of two previous instances where all of this frat guys got into a murderous debacle. <laughs> hmm. Wow. Sounds like it might actually be decent. Fun. Any anything else from anyone tonight or are you going to just oh. uh, shortchange the billion? I oh. I want to I want to say something. <laughs> I I watched Battleship. Oh, is that why you were talking about it earlier? <laughs> Starring Taylor Kitsch. So, at the end of Battleship, which is just as horrible as it sounds, it said based off the board game. Now, when I played the board game, the ships stayed still, and you fired your missiles at them. And when you hit them, they didn't move; they stayed still. There is not one part that, other than there being battleships. That is the same as the board game, which is the most upsetting thing about having watched the whole movie. Inspired by. Is that it was based upon the board game, but had nothing to do with the board game. Inspired by the board game. Oh, my God. But there wasn't even a single scene in there where, like, one They weren't even shooting battleships. They were like aliens. They didn't target another battleship and go, hit! They targeted (laughs) aliens. Uh, You sunk my battleship. So bullshit you know on the plus side well at least the original board game had rihanna shooting lasers yeah right rihanna is not as horrible as it sounds like it should be for her acting anyway Mm. it's not great but it's not you know 50 cent guys i'm really excited about true detective season three i watched the trailer for it i'm very excited there it is (laughs) this is a better conversation true True detective you guys remember true detective i do you had so many clips yeah I found myself being much more interested in what Colin Farrell was doing than anybody else. <laughs> and, and how about that fucking mustache? Amanda? Nice he is one. rocking that mustache, and he is rocking that long, greasy hair. He looks fantastic. I also am not a huge Colin Farrell fan, but I will give anybody a pass in True Detective. Um, I was amazed by all the performances in season one, so I am ready for the same thing this year, including Mr. Farrell. Nicely said. And also, you can... You know, if, if you happen to get turned on by the mustache and the hair, you can always go and watch his sex tape that he Thank has. Thank you for that information. <clears throat> I, okay. I think the thing with Colin Farrell in, in this season of True Detective is that he... Okay, can we just talk about how fucking awesome I am? <laughs> that was some eloquent shit. That was pretty good. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. I said at the beginning, Amanda, you're the best part of this show. Thank you, intern. That's- I'm really looking forward to the barrel of the bucket with you. Uh, yes. 
Seriously. I will take it seriously, too. If it's not ridiculous and terrible, I'll watch movies. What else do I have to do? Okay. I like this. I like the, where this is going. Um, do yourselves a favor and go watch the True Detective Season 3 trailer. Daniel, it's got the Vape King. The Vape <laughs> King. Stephen <laughs> Dorff. Stephen Dorff. Yes, right. And okay. Mahershala Ali. And Mahershala Ali actually looks pretty dynamic in the lead role. And Stephen Dorff is like his partner. And it looks fucking badass. I'm fucking. They they shrunk it back down to two guys, mainly just focusing on one guy with just you know Dorf as like the the partner character. This is fuck. This is gonna get simplified. Ooh. Oh, well, it's gonna be good. as long as we're talking about detectives, I will throw in one last plug for a show that and I just recently started watching. Um, it's been on for a long time. Everybody else knows it's great. We had been putting it off. Brooklyn Nine Nine is a very very fun show. And we are enjoying it a great deal, and you should watch it. It is a fun show. I agree with you. Uh, but Better Call Saul is waiting. It's uh, getting we can't, no no getting, shows on the burden list. Getting pushed. <laughs> Keeps getting pushed <laughs> back. Yeah, well, we want to watch it. We want to watch it. Push, push, push. <laughs> you should all just watch Nailed It and get it over with. <laughs> Don't talk about weird Jake Gyllenhaal movies that I haven't seen. Uh, yep. Okay. All right, everybody. Thanks for coming out. I don't think anybody else has anything else. And I uh, I feel like we don't want to ruin the kind of the mojo we created tonight. There was a lot of good mojo tonight. A lot of great content. A lot of great jokes. And uh, we're going to leave it there. You know what to do. TrailerParkPodcast.com. At Podcast, Sad Sack Studios. You know. If you don't know by now, go listen to some of the older episodes. Because I'm tired of saying all that shit. Since this show was the only thing I had going for me in my life... I have decided to kill myself. Mm.